In reading the gospel lesson earlier this week, one verse stood out to me, and I want to kind of focus on that verse, or at least a part of that verse. But first, let me set the stage for you a little bit. Uh, We are early in Christ's earthly ministry. He's, uh, well, we're Matthew 5. Anytime you see Matthew 5, you go up Sermon on the Mount, and, and surely that's where we got. We just, the Lord's just given the Beatitudes to the people. And he's been pretty active already. In fact, if you back up just a few verses, what we see is in, um, in Matthew 4, it says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them. Great multitudes followed him from Galilee and from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. So we're talking about, when it says a great multitude, We're talking actually about a whole lot more people than this. We've got a whole lot of cities that were just named. A lot of people have heard that the Lord has been healing. And in fact, even Luke's account, he also talks about this just after the Beatitudes. And again, he says, uh, the Lord came down with him and stood on a level place in a crowd with his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits. And they were healed, and the whole multitude sought to touch him, for power went out from them and healed them all. So what we've got is a huge multitude of people come from all over the country, have come to hear the Lord and to be healed, and they know something they know there's power that has come from the Lord. So Jesus was pretty much becoming well known by now, not just as the carpenter's son, but as someone who could heal and had power in him. Well, I said there was one verse that stood out to me, so I'll tell you what it is now. And the Lord said to his disciples, you... Now, he actually said more than that, but what I heard when I read it was you. And what I heard really was you, Gary. The Lord actually, I don't think he calls me Deacon Gary. Um, But he said to me, he said you. And I think that's what we're seeing today, what we're hearing here today. You is me, and it's you, it's all of us. And we are the ones the Lord is talking to, not just the disciples, not just the clergy, but everyone. Now, today we are celebrating, the, we're commemorating the fathers of the Fourth Ecumenical Council. And that council was called to help uh, determine or, or to put down a heresy that there was no... There were not two natures in Christ, just the one that was mixed together. If you were at Matins this morning, you heard the Synaxarian that talked about it. 
But what that council determined was there are two natures in Christ. He is fully God and fully man. And the Lord was talking to the fathers of all the ecumenical councils and talking to all of us when he said, you. These are things that we need to be working on, that we need to be aware of, and that we need to be understanding and working on. You remember what the word liturgy means? So we always talk about, we're, we're, I have to go to liturgy. I have to go to liturgy. I'm serving liturgy. We go to the divine liturgy. But what we're doing is we're coming to do the work of the people. You remember that. We don't just come here to sit and listen and uh, sometimes, uh, you know, coffee, hopefully someday again we'll get to that. And then we go home and whatever happened from earlier that day, it just doesn't necessarily apply because maybe it's just those other people. But the Lord said, you, you. And then he goes on and says, you are the light of the world. And if I can back up just a little bit, uh, starting in verse, actually, 13. You are the salt of the earth. Uh, have you ever watched any of these cooking shows? And I never thought that I would get excited about watching a cooking show. I have been proven wrong. I love to watch these cooking shows, these competitions. And what I see, by the way, is over and over again, the judges are critical of these people cooking something because they didn't put enough salt in it. And they put a lot of salt. They throw salt in. But you've eaten something without enough salt, and it's kind of bland, and it's just really not very tasty. So the Lord says, you, we, all of us, are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. And then he goes on to our lesson today. You are the light of the world. We're called to be the light of the world. Right now, it's a tough world out there. It really is. And we're called to step up and be the light. We need to make sure that we are seasoned. We do have that salt, plenty of it. But you can't hide a city set on a hill. And as, this, and as the Lord goes on and says, when you light a lamp, you don't hide it under a bushel. Remember, we used to sing that song, hide it under a bushel. No, that was our favorite verse of that song because we got to yell, no. It was fun. But they set the light up high so everybody in the house can see. And that's what we're being called to do. We are being called to not only be lights of the world and salts of the earth, but also to set that light up high so that everyone can see it. You know, it's just kind of been uh, popularized lately more so than ever, but we're all in it together. That's what you hear a lot. And it's really true. I don't care if you like it or not. We are in it together. There's nothing we can do about it. So let's do what 
we have been instructed to do by the Lord. Are we going to become tasteless salt, just turn our backs on things? Just come Sunday morning to liturgy, it's not really work, it's more endurance, sitting through an hour and a half or so. Are we going to work? Are we going to be that salt and that light that the Lord has told us to be? And then, are we going to hide that light, though? Are we going to set it up high? And we're going to be that city on a hill. And then, ending with, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. What we do is reflecting on God. So let us keep that in mind. Let us keep in mind that we are salt of the earth and we don't want to become tasteless and trampled upon. And that we're the light of the world as well. And part of a city set on a hill. And we need to set that light up high so that men can see the good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. Amen.